Hello there, this interview that you're about to hear was originally done by me, Sam Roscoe or Chris Prince for the Blue Moon podcast sometime between 2009 and now. That means if there's anything that sounds a bit out of date or if there's anything that's an obvious topic that we've not asked the guest about, it's probably because the interview is from a long time ago. This show is basically the Blue Moon podcast interview archive. All of the new interviews that we do with former City players and managers will go live on the Blue Moon podcast first, so if you like what you hear then please go and subscribe to that and there's a new show every Friday with a look at everything on and off the pitch for City. But for now enjoy the end of this generic recorded message and enjoy the interview with the person whose name is in the title of this episode. Obviously it was it was going into the, the premiership at the time so 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 I guess it was yeah uh, and you know we we done I've been at Stockport two over two years and we've done ever so well you know um, up there in the championship um, and it was it was really um, the main reason for going to Stockport was uh, because I was new to the professional game. I'd only been playing two years at Crystal Palace, and it was quite um, quite a quick rise to to where I was. Um, the, the 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 previous year before I joined Palace, I was playing non-league, so it was like moving up seven leagues in one season. So uh, the first season I managed to play so many games, and then the second season. Um, We'd we'd actually been promoted to the Premiership, um, so um, they brought in a more experienced goalkeeper. Um, so I didn't get to play that much, and and because of me coming into football at a late stage, I thought I needed to get games, and and I had an opportunity to come to Stockport and come back up north to to where close to where I'm from, uh, and and I knew that I'd be you know obviously if I did the business on the pitch that I'd, I'd keep me place and play the games, and and that was the most important thing really, and that was. Um, uh, a big um, sway in, in deciding to sign for Stockport at the time um, and then obviously doing so well uh, not just myself but as a team I think that helped um, you know with uh, precipitate a move um, you know into the premiership with uh, Man City so yeah When you signed for City Nicky Weaver had established himself as the number one did you see it as a challenge to take the jersey from him? Most definitely yeah um, obviously you know, we I'd seen Nicky play, and and he's a he's a massive Man City hero uh, from the Gillingham final, and um, you know it's always difficult for it, for any player and any team coming up two leagues on the spin, uh, which is what Man City did, and you know they were going through a tough time. It was the January when I signed for them, uh, and you know they were going through a tough time, and and obviously the first person you look at is the goalkeeper when you're under pressure, and uh, and and yeah. Um, I think they just wanted to 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 bring someone in and uh, as competition for him because I don't think the competition he had was was good enough at the time, um, and and that's why I did came in, uh, created competition and um, managed to get in get in sort of six games before the end of the season, which by then it was it was kind of too late. So um, it was just unfortunate that that we didn't didn't manage to make it and stay up. What's it like joining a club and then being a rival to someone who's already a fan's favourite? Well, it's difficult because you've got to win the fans over. Um, you know, people, some people might not have even heard of you, certainly. I mean, in the area, because it was in close proximity uh, geographically, um, most of the City fans had heard me because I was only at Stockport and uh, and we'd obviously played them the, the, the season previous. And we I think we... Um, I'm not sure if we won both times, but we certainly won. I think we won at Main Road anyway. Um, so they did know of me, and um, but it, it's always the same when you when you go in somewhere um, 
and they they already have someone in place. You know, you, you you've got to work your socks off to to win the fans over and and to get in the team. And you know, I had a chance to do that eventually. Um, and uh, and you know, it, again, it was a learning curve for me. It was because I played my first Premiership game at Man City, so it was a steep learning curve. And you know, I learnt a lot from that. And but it, it did help me take a step back and realise, you know how big the gap was between the Championship and the Premiership. In terms of your debut, it was a kind of a baptism of fire. It was 4-0 against Arsenal. Definitely, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think Nicky had been going through a bit of a rough patch um, and, uh, and making a couple of mistakes. And um, I'm not sure if it was the game before or something. He had, he had a bit of a bad mistake against Everton, uh, unfortunately for him. And, um, you know, in training, um, Joe Royal at the time, who was the manager, just came in and said, you know, Gonna, gonna, you know, throw you in basically. So, um, so yeah, it was a, it was a baptism of fire. I mean, you're talking about the Arsenal team of old, the Invincibles, and you know, such a frightening team to watch, uh, like the Red Arrows in front of you. <laughs> so uh, you need everyone working hard on the pitch, um, and you need, obviously, um, you know, the defence in front of you to to be to be on the ball, you know, all the game. And you know, unfortunately, they they could just you know, exploit teams and just just basically shoot at will and score at will. Um, and they did, uh, you know, I think we were 4-0 down after 20 minutes and I didn't have a shot to save. He just passed it around me and passed it into the net. So, you know, you can look at the score and think, oh, it wasn't a particularly good debut. Or you can look at the, the way the goals were scored and think, well, what could I have done in that situation, which was nothing. Um, you know, the, there was 20 minutes to go, they bring on Henri and Vieira. So, you know, you're talking a different class and, um, you know, it, it's something that teams still have to adapt to when they come up from the championship. Um, that gulf is, is still the same. At the end of that season, City were relegated and Joe Royal lost his job. How did that affect you? Well, obviously, Joe brought me in. So, you know, at the time, we didn't know who was going to come in his place. And, you know, it's almost like I've, I've proved myself in the last six games, but... I've got to do that all that again. Um, and to be fair to Kevin Keegan, who came in, he, he started the season with me uh, the following season in the Championship. And uh, and the unfortunate thing from my from my point of view was, I think it was the only the second game in, we played Norwich away and um, got need in the back. And I had, to, I had an injury for a month, a uh, sideline for a month with a blood clot on my kidney. So obviously that gave Nicky the chance to get back in the team, do well. And and to be fair to Nicky, he did do well, um, and there was no reason why he should have come out of the team. And then I got back in via a cup game, which I had a chance, and stayed in. And then I got dropped for no reason, and Nicky came back in. So it was we we kind of shared the duties, if you like. And then unfortunately for Nicky again, he did his his knee. I think um, early the following year, away at Birmingham, I think it was, and I came on played from then till the end of the season when we got promoted. And it felt like, certainly from the fans' point of view, that Kevin Keegan couldn't really decide on who his number one should be. I think we were, to, if I'm completely honest, we were, we were level pegging, um, you know, in the pecking order, and and I think that's that decision was obviously hard for for Kevin to to decide on which he thought was the best goalkeeper. I mean, obviously, um, Nicky had been there a number of years, and obviously he was a favourite through what he'd done there, um, uh, and and in the end, I think. Um, you know, it was only the fact that he got injured that gave me a chance to get back in the side. And then, of course, you get to the end of the season thinking, well, we're back in the Premiership, I've got another crack at this. 
and then you, you go they go and sign Peaches Michael. So, <laughs> how did it feel to be number one for the promotion push, and then a new goalkeeper who signed who'll probably be the first choice? Well, he, he's definitely going to take it if his fit is going to play, um, and, and that were was my sentiments really um, when I found out about it it was I think I actually found out um, I don't know we played Gillingham away I remember that I don't know how many games we. I think we'd already been promoted it was just a case of winning it or you know you know, if we could win it, uh, I think we won it quite early on uh, with a few games to go but um, we were at Gillingham and um, I had an, I had another decent game there um, and Steve Howie got on the bus after the game and said you know the press won a word with you so I thought it must be because you know I've had a decent game so went and got off the bus and the first question they asked was uh, so what's your reaction to Peter Schmeichel signing I mean you find out like that and you know it's right away you think well I've done all this hard work to get in the position now and then it's going to be taken all away from me and I'm not going to get a chance again to to show what I can do in the premiership which was the case What are your memories of that promotion winning team? Well it was I mean it was a great season you know we started on fire and 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 we didn't really you know I think the thing was we had great players there and and we had a good strike force and and that season I think we had the confidence certainly as a back four back five uh knowing that if we didn't particularly have a good game between us we'd have the players up front to get us out of it and and I think that spoke volumes and um you know, every game we approached, you know, we just we just kind of felt invincible that season, and and um, as I say, wrapped it wrapped up the uh, the championship sort of with a few games to go, so it was good. Now, parts of that season, Kevin Keegan played a three-five-two system. This season, City have been criticised for that tactical switch at times. Is it difficult for a goalkeeper to adjust to a back three instead of a back four? Not not so much for a goalkeeper, obviously. You know, it's um, it's much of a muchness, but I think also what you've got to take into consideration is the fact that the league you're playing in, um, and obviously we did that in the championship, um, and you know sometimes it's uh, it doesn't quite work that when you're playing against uh, different players in the Premiership. So I think that's something you've got to take into consideration anyway. You played twice for City at Old Trafford, one a bit more unexpected than the other. What was it like? Amazing. You know, it's. It's it's one of the highlights of my career without a doubt. Uh, both occasions, you know, the the first I was, you know, um, I was almost physically sick before the game. It was I remember it being an early kick off because they always were uh, back then, um, you know, and um, I I just remember it being nervous before the game. Once the game started, obviously, you know, the adrenaline takes over and you 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 get down to it, but. Um, you know, it was uh, such a massive game when you, you know, playing in a derby like that, uh, City United. It's it, it's it's fa- it's just fantastic, and it, it brings back great memories for me. Um, and obviously, the second time was again at Old Trafford uh, when Peter was there, um, and he, I don't know what he did. He he got injured in the warm up, and you know, I was in playing. So again, you know, take that all day long. Um, any opportunity to play like that is is brilliant. So. Yeah, um, both games finished one all, and um, I think I think both games were unlucky, you know, to, to get a draw. We we deserved uh, to to get the the three points in the end of the day. So, um, you know, good memories. And I believe you started your youth career at United as well. That's right. Yeah, um, I was at United uh, from eleven to fourteen at the Centre of Excellence at the Cliff. Um, I played. I, I was born in Bolton, and I played for Bolton Town team. 
Um, and that's where they spotted me playing for the town team. So I went along there for the, the four seasons. Um, and then due to it, well, it was <clears throat> a big part about goalkeeping's confidence. And um, on a personal level, we had a, a bit of a car accident, um, which shook my confidence and my game suffered because of that. And I still believe to this day that obviously that was a big factor in me, um, my game suffering and subsequently being released at 14 from Man United. Um, so I, I actually gave football up for five years. I played tennis because um, I was a keen tennis player and um, I finished my school in my GCSEs and my A-levels and then when I was 19 started work, um, picked up football, got the bug back, picked up football again and um, and started playing for a pub team. Um, played a year pub team, uh, two years non-league and next thing you know I'm down at Crystal Palace in the Championship. So it was... It was uh, a different way of, of doing things but one that I don't regret because it it, it made me appreciate what I have now more uh, by going out there and working and, and seeing what it's like in the real world so to speak uh, than if I'd uh, come up through the you know the youth ranks and, and gone into football that way. And in a strange way the way your career goes you end up at Stoke and then you're on the bench against City for the FA Cup final. Exactly you know it was um, I mean it was there um Two years previous to to that, uh, in the FA Cup final with Everton on the bench and against Chelsea, um, so to get there twice in three years, you know, was was amazing. Um, you know, it's it's such a big a big cup and a big occasion, and uh, you know, it's obviously with City doing well, we ended up playing them, and um, it it it, it was kind of a win win situation for me because obviously I wasn't playing. Um, it would have been great for us to win, but I know how, how long City fans have yearned for success. Uh, only too well playing at Old Trafford and seeing that, you know, the the the, uh, the sort of counter for, for for the time I was there. And um, you know, if, if if we were to lose to anyone, it, 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 I, I thought it was fitting that it would would be City, and then at least the you know they could do away with that banner. <laughs> Obviously, you'd have been rooting for Stoke on that day, but you must have had half a smile for the City fans, surely. Yeah, because as I say, as I know, I know they've waited long for for that from some silverware, and uh, you know they knowing the city, they're great fans, and um, you know they've um, they supported me all the time. I was there, and I'd, I had a great laugh with them, and and everything, and uh, yeah, it's I was just glad for them on the day that. Um, Obviously, you know, upset that we didn't win it. But, you know, if we were to lose to anyone, then City would be the one. So, You're now doing your coaching badges. So is that the focus for the future for you? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's, it's kind of a natural progression for a lot of uh, players in my situation. And um, I want to... I want to do all my um, coaches' qualifications. Um, and then, you know, don't get me wrong, I want to play for as long as I can. So I'm not expecting to to retire anytime soon um but I, I feel it necessary to to get everything done as soon as I can and then you know if I do decide that I want to retire if it gets forced upon me then I've got something to go into straight away um I am interested in um obviously travel as as many people may know and um if I could tie um something to do with travel and something football which are my two passions then that's something else I'm interested in as well and there's a line of work that not a lot of people will know about Carlo Nash the travel photographer how did how did that come about basically um it was a we set a company up luxury backpackers um mainly 
well, initially it was to write some guidebooks uh, loosely based on our travels. So it was, it was, it's kind of grown up backpacking. So you, you know, everyone, well, most people have done backpacking on a budget, staying in Florida and New Fossils, and this was more having the ventures of backpackers, but staying in a bit better accommodation so you can go back at the end of the day and just chill out. So, so that was the, um, the idea behind the business. And, um, as the business has progressed over the the last sort of eight years, um, my photography has come into play because I'm quite a keen amateur photographer uh, and all the photography, or sort of 90% of the photography that we've done in in our four books that we've actually written together, uh, myself and my wife who own the business, um, have been mine. So, you know, it's, it's stemmed from there really.